0: Hello and welcome to the Post-Up Podcast, it's 2023, we are ready for action, it's myself Cyrus Rogers and Counter Chama. Counter, um, we are ready to get things going. Uh, yep. You good?
1: I'm good, how are you doing Cyrus?
0: I am doing pretty well. Um, in fact, I'm doing exceptionally well when I think about the fact that we've got tons of NBA season left, so many storylines and so much to go through. Um, but before we do any of that, Counter, mm-hmm. let's get everybody our social media handles, at Post-Up Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and at Post Up Zone on Instagram. Um, that's where you will catch us for all things NBA from an African perspective. We want to thank our partner, Supersport.com, because uh, you've been there for us and uh, we've been there for you.
1: Yeah, and we appreciate uh, the Supersport partnership. Actually. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know gives us a further reach into that continental space you know
0: this is what we love to do be there for the people we want to thank you the fans as well because you've really been there for us um let's get into today's podcast we're going to be talking about nba all-star returns and we'll also be talking about teams that we've been sleeping on and we say we but we're talking about the the greater we here you know like the nba public at large i thought you were being royal cyrus well it was going to be
1: we, the Cyrus i have been <laughs> sleeping it's exactly on Exactly
0: team. Like. It's exactly that. We meaning me. Um, but let's look at, at All-Star Returns uh, to begin the podcast counter. And mm-hmm. it's really been incredible. So we've got like the second returns come in. And uh, LeBron James knows no bounds. I believe that's basically what happens with, with All-Star voting. Um, I mean, fan votes. We've got to say this is a fan vote. So it's second fan vote returns. Because the the fans' votes co- account for about 50% of the vote. Yeah. Um, then you've got the players and coaches um, that also
1: uh, and media. Look, Cyrus, I'm I'm, I'm not uh, surprised that LeBron leads the race at the moment because first of all, you got to remember the narrative at the moment. It's his 20th season. Yeah, he's doing remarkable things. He's chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, he is LeBron James. Yeah, he is LeBron James. He's the, still the face of the league you know though you know yannis and them are creeping up uh, very fast but but you know just because he he's very top of mind and then he deservedly so with the performances he's putting up yeah. at his age so you will know that you know yeah we, we need to see lebron in the in in the all-star game you know he, he, but, we need to see him dunking and doing uh, he's been a captain in every single all-star game when they've had the all-star captain
0: so uh, you know, the, it, I think LeBron James is inevitable, as they yeah, say. Yeah, you
1: know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We might even rename it the LeBron James All Star Game. Game. You
0: know? I <laughs> would not be surprised if that's what happened. They've they've named all sorts of stuff after players uh, in recent years. You know, Michael Jordan MVP, Larry Bird Eastern Conference. Oh yeah, Eastern Conference Player of yeah. of, of, of uh, or Eastern Conference Finals Player. Of, of the series and the Magic Johnson uh, Western Conference uh, Finals player of the series. So, you know, the Lebr- LeBron James All-Star game. Um, it,
1: it could be a thing. It uh, really putting could. it in the universe there.
0: Well, let's see. As a team owner, it might be a bit... When he becomes one, it yeah, might, it, might it, feel a, a little, a little indulgent. Uh, but yeah, LeBron no, no, leads but, all But, all but all Michael votes. Jordan
1: owns the... the that the, is true. The Hornets, true. and he's got the uh, trophy, and then Larry Bird has got Indiana shares. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Look... Uh, so I, I get your point. I get your point. And, and you've made a very good point, And I think that's cool. And LeBron James obviously um, racing towards that uh, point scoring record. Um, and who knows who it will be against. Some people say against the Warriors. Uh, th- there'll be a lot of meaning attached to that. What with recent series between LeBron and the Warriors. not mm-hmm. Depending on whichever team he's been on. Um, but interestingly, because um, obviously LeBron James' Western Conference, mm-hmm. um, he leads by quite a bit. I mean, he's he's got, um, and we'll round the, the figures up or down, I mean, 4.8 million votes for LeBron James. Mm-hmm. But then you look directly across to the Eastern Conference, and not that far behind him in the votes perspective, is Kevin Durant, who's leading the Eastern Conference with 4.5 mil uh, in terms of fan votes. So, yep. you know, really, really good numbers. And I think it's been interesting to see how KD... Has had an absolute roller coaster of a year, yep. in the sense that um, wanting out, asking out, wanting to get the coach fired, the Brooklyn Nets being in all sorts of problems with Kyrie Irving-related stuff, the mm-hmm. team chemistry—they looked horrible. Things weren't going right. Now suddenly you've got the Brooklyn Nets doing particularly well, KD being one of the reasons why they're doing that, um, and now he's leading the votes in Eastern Conference. What do you think of that?
1: Cyrus, it's because KD. I mean, he's a pure hooper. He's a he's a, he's a marvel to watch. The things yeah. that guy does handles the ball almost like a guard. Uh, he's the height of a center. Uh, shoots like a shooting guard. This sounds
0: like, like the NBA version of Brave Star to, to you know to, to show my age. How old are you? you know, speed of the puma strength of the bear. Yes, yeah. <laughs> maybe even I show you my age. He's like Manimo. Oh, <laughs> the, the worst part. I know that reference. Yeah, we're definitely not young. The Greybeard so, gray, gray beard Brigade.
1: Greybeards gray galore. Yeah. Cyrus, um, you know, and KD, and, and he's a marvel to watch. He's the reason, he's one of the main reasons why the Brooklyn Nets are performing uh, this well uh, yeah. at, at this time. And it's good to see him. And I know he's got a bit of a, a nagging. Would we call it an injury? Yeah, he's he's got a complaint now. now. Yeah, he's definitely after an injury. And and I think recently I saw a stat that he has recently played better than his top performance before he had his uh, Mm. Achilles injury when he last played for the Golden State Warriors. And uh, LeBron James was asked in an interview recently who he thinks might surpass him after he surpasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in scoring. And he said it's definitely kevin durant so you, you can see even from a player's perspective uh he he's got I, all that respect i don't think
0: kd's got the numbers all the
1: time but well, I, I hear you yeah you never know i hear because you. that is a scorer of note no They're no, question. Scorer, no like, question from anywhere
0: and and i think deservedly so in terms of 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 the the fan voting numbers right to mm-hmm. get back to that i mean kevin durant really does deserve all of the applause that he's getting and you know he's he's been um, really important for the Nets. They are where they are because of him and Kyrie Irving, but KD is is the bedrock of that team and his defensive displays have also been pretty impressive as well. Yep. But what's intriguing for me is not that far behind KD, if we rounded KD to 4.5 mil, is Giannis Attentacompo at 4.4 million votes. Um, and, and I mean, he's really hot in the tails of a kevin durant
1: it's 4.46 so it's it no, could it's, be. it's so close, it we're, is so close. We're, close. <laughs> we're talking tens of
0: thousands of votes here so yeah, you so, know whoo. and and yeah. potentially with with kd being out injured for a bit mm-hmm. Giannis may be putting in some performances you could see Giannis's vote numbers go up um so it could be I, a I battle think, to see who's the eastern conference captain come come the end of voting
1: I'm even gonna put my my vote up there. The, the captain's gonna be Janus. Giannis. Giannis again. I'm telling you,
0: it's gonna be interesting. Mark I mean,
1: my words. Come Feb, you you need to replay this little okay. clip. This is Janus.
0: Date is and time: point. Thirteen January, yes. uh, twenty twenty-three. Yes. Uh, Where we're almost at four o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll come back ahead. to this. But I think the thing <laughs> is, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But I do think that the Milwaukee Bucks have dropped off a little bit in mm. in, in in performance level, and and that always. Causes a bit of an issue with fans who they want to see the supposed true hoopers and Mm -hmm. and the dominant guys like Giannis don't necessarily always get the votes but he's a likable guy so if he gets a really big win with some really incredible uh, comments afterwards then who knows you know Giannis could do it but it's Mm -hmm. not outside the realms of possibility interestingly though Mm -hmm. um, if we're looking at it from the numbers perspective again going back to the Western Conference you've got Nikola Jokic as number two in 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 uh, front court voting um, and, and I think the front court has gotten a heck of a lot of votes, um, but we, we'll get to the guards just now, because uh, I'm not really doing it in terms of, of chronological, these guys got the, the most votes. Yeah. But Nikola Jokic, back-to-back MVP, he's second in Western Conference front court voting, Um, also deserves to be there, also Absolutely. will definitely be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, like, when you look at this, um, maybe we should, we'll talk about Jokic, but I'll, I'll talk primarily about... Guys who should be starters from what the numbers that we're seeing here. Because mm-hmm. I think Jokic is a starter.
1: Definitely. If you're looking for a center, yeah. it's definitely Nikola Jokic. Especially in, in the Western Conference. Yeah. Your boy Rudy Gobain is it. Well, I'm I mean, just,
0: I'm just putting it there. He's had his moments in the sun at the All Star <laughs> Game, and I think those are they're done. They were enough. And and you know what? I think it's okay. I think Rudy will accept that. All right. You know, but uh, yeah, if I, anything, I've accepted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <if laughs> but they don't even. I don't know it, if my thought
1: counts, but uh, <laughs> it you know. always
0: counts. Sometimes <laughs> triple on certain fan voting days. But but the thing though, Calder, is that. Jokic, uh, when you look at the All Star game, it's just front court and back court. They're not yep. necessarily saying, or front court and guards. They're not saying this is your center, this is your power forward. It's like no, which no. of these front court players. So, yes. you know, from a um, let's let's call it balance perspective, Jokic as center, perfect, makes sense, and I love to see that. Mm-hmm. But just going back to the whole thing around fan voting and how fans of certain teams are pushing specific players to get into places, you then have Anthony Davis getting quite a few votes in the Western Conference. I know that he's behind Jason Tatum in the East mm-hmm. in terms of, like I said, we're not going uh, chronologically or via the numbers, but I don't see Anthony Davis making the final um, starters building when all is said and done come the end of voting with media involved as well as 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 players and,
1: and that sort of thing. Do you think that, that he'll make it? There's a possibility that he could, Cyrus, because first of all, If you you look at the way Anthony Davis started the season, Mm -hmm. you know, with Anthony Davis, health is always a big concern. Yeah, of course. At any time. Uh, There's just something, the way his body's built, that... uh, it, it 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 fails to go on long stretches of performance. Yeah. There's always something that happens—a little niggle here, or, or just something happens. And and I think the way he started off this season, it was quite promising. He, no, no, definitely. He, he, he was the driving force of the Lakers. Yeah, uh, you know, we we know LeBron is the captain and he's the leader, but 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 but. Like, Anthony Davis was holding the steering wheel. No, and it he, was, he was beautiful to watch. He was dominant. He was like... He reminded me of a younger Anthony Davis at the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. You know, very well, dominant. And, and they
0: talked about Bubble Davis, where he, he was or, or almost unstoppable. Davis, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, he even called Kobe on that game winner. Yeah. <laughs> that Anthony Davis yeah. showed up, right? And then, Cyrus, I think the injury will remind fans and, uh, you know, media and even coaches that... Ish, it's, anthony it's anthony davis, davis. and, and, and then yeah. that might that might affect we, we might be sounding numbers. like
0: stephen a smith here when we talk about anthony davis street <laughs> clothes all of that i don't buy into that narrative but but his injury issues will be the the, the, the determining
1: factor there will be the determining factor and and will he be healthy by uh, all-star break potentially yes yeah. it looks very but promising. will that be enough
0: from a fan voting perspective.
1: Absolutely. Because I mean we are expecting him back in a couple of weeks time. Mm. Uh, he's being re-va- I think he was re-evaluated this week. I mean yeah. it's Friday as we record this in South Africa Friday the 13th. Ooh, it is. Friday mm. January Didn't 13th. Didn't even recognize. <laughs> Go to sleep early. Uh, lock your doors. Um, <laughs> Stay off the streets. So so Cyrus, you know, it it all depends on how soon he comes back mm-hmm. and if he I mean how long will it take for us to see that dominant uh, Anthony Davis, again, you see, but, that's But the also,
0: thing. outside of the fan voting, what do the other people involved in voting for these players Think. see? Yeah. Because they're like, look, he hasn't played a lot, enough games, so, mm. you know, we can't vote for, for AD as being an all-star. But maybe, you know, in terms of, of what he's done, because injury has... It is going to cause an issue for some of the other guys who are Mm -hmm. in the Western Conference looking at their voting, like Zion Williamson, uh, who was playing at a level that was definitely all-star worthy. Andrew Wiggins has been out for so long, had been playing really well. Paul George has had really, really hot um, stretches. But the the player for me who should have been way higher from a voting perspective is Larry Markkanen. Uh, from the Utah
1: Jazz, you know I've been making noise about Larry Marken. I think we all have. E- ever since he arrived in Utah, it's like a resurgence of this young man—the promise that they they saw in him uh, at in the Chicago, Bulls, yeah, at the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. I think now that's the Larry and they were seeing in, mm. in in the future, and it's it's a pity for Chicago that you know he has gone two steps away by passing to Cleveland.
0: They really shouldn't have put him on bad teams um, <laughs> and with bad coaches. I think but, that's basically but,
1: it. But I think he's doing very well in Utah. And I I think I think. Look, I think that the coaches might might recognize and the media might recognize mm-hmm. his worth and, and potentially. Do you think he could be a starter? Uh, look, so so we're looking at the front court, right? Yeah. And, and there's already LeBron James. Yeah. There's already Nikola. I Jokic. think those guys are in pen. Le, yeah, LeBron and, and Nikola there. So you got one spot, and Zion is uh, Zion is. You know, wants that spot. Uh, he would want that spot. Uh, poor George also would yeah. want that spot uh, Cyrus no I think Zion would take it before he takes it although Zion is injured at I, I, the moment and too get you. and but, I, get but you. I but I think Zion is more popular than, than a Larry and if we're looking at popularity and then uh, Zion has been has also had some dominant performances oh no
0: doubt no it, doubt
1: it, it, even a beef accelerating dunk against the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <Sands. laughs> when everybody stopped playing, it's like I feel like a I'm going for it, yeah. <laughs> so but but you know, in all seriousness, I think Zion takes the spot before Larry Market. And I mean I, I I I know he's gonna be a reserve. I, I know he's gonna he's I, gonna I be an All-Star. I think it's almost obviously he's Larry be an it's All-Star. An All-Star, But yeah. but but I think Zion before yeah, you know as a before starter. Yeah before okay, Larry I, I, I think
0: Personally. Yeah, Let, let's see. I, I, I have this weird uh, feeling that it might happen. He might just become a starter from, from the other vote counts because of the performances he's had for the Utah Jazz. And and hoopers recognize hoopers. They might not yep. necessarily look at the Utah Jazz and say, oh, man, these guys are whatever. But they've also performed quite well mm-hmm. as a team. And, and markkanen has been one of the central figures in that. So I think that we might see some of that playing into potentially seeing Larry Markkanen as a starter. I'd be very surprised. But But here's another thing. All star games in Utah, and having a player from the Jazz there also could
1: energize the crowd. And it's always beautiful to to have a a, a home boy They at, always at the have a
0: home guy on that All Star roster at because, some point.
1: Because remember, well, in Chicago we had Anthony Davis, right? Mm-hmm. He 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 was the homeboy. boy. we Cleveland, of yes, mm-hmm. you 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 had LeBron James. And back in the days when he was in New York, you had Melo in his heyday. So, so th- there always has to There's always
0: got to be a homeboy somewhere in there. That's the, uh, the hope. And I think Mockinen might be that guy. He's the only jazz player who would probably have any um, claim to an all-star, potentially yeah, starting with or, or even... Donovan Mitchell done packed his bag. So <laughs> they,
1: they were packed for him. Um, <laughs> and uh, we already did mention Rudy <laughs> Gobert. And, uh, well, he's now oh, in Minnesota yeah. getting frozen. The but, options... Look, Cyrus, I, I, I wish him luck. I, if he if he was to become a starter, it would be fantastic because like you said, homeboy, home game a in lot his of home narratives. arena. Fantastic. And the fact that it's not just a gimme, right? So actually, exactly. Earned. He's played his way into yeah, that. Yeah, earned. So it's not just a gimme. Like, okay, yeah, because let's, let's be nice to the home guy. No, no, this is Larry no, definitely. He's performed.
0: So what's interesting about performance level stuff is that when we look at the Eastern Conference, this is where things get really, really tight because you've got Jason Tatum in third spot from the front court, uh, Joel Embiid in fourth spot right behind him by like maybe 40,000, in fact, less, less than 40,000 votes. Jimmy Butler way behind. So this is more like a, a Tatum versus Embiid for that, that third starter spot. Um, if you look in the, in the front court um, in the Eastern Conference, where would you see that going? Because Embiid somehow seems to be the unluckiest superstar out there. There's always some guy outperforming him in one way, shape, or form. In MVP voting the last couple of years, it's been Nikola Jokic, even though Joel Embiid was the scoring champion last year. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the Jason Tatum who's been phenomenal. And he's, I mean, to my perspective, I think Jason Tatum will probably be a starter before Embiid, but Embiid could lay claim to that fairly easily.
1: Look, Cyrus, this is, I think, one of the most tricky ones. And I think uh, in uh, our recent focus on the NBA, this could be one of the most tricky vote situations mm. that we've seen, especially in, in the front court. First of all, I'll touch on Jimmy Butler. I think I think Jimmy Butler is not having the best of seasons. No. He, he's you've seen his numbers drop alarmingly. I, I don't know. Maybe he's still exhausted from the from the bubble because like, <laughs> that, that took a lot out of the poor guy. <laughs> yeah. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. Draped, yeah draped, over draped over those advertising, over the, the advertising mornings, yeah. Cyrus. Okay, you know, seriousness. I think it, it, it happens sometimes to players. They, they just have a, a poor start to a season. But Jimmy Butler, he, he's one of those you know, perennial all-stars. So, I, I mean, it's just unfortunate that he's doing, you know, going through what he's going through now. Let's look at the third spot. Jason Tatum versus uh, Joel Embiid. Mm. You see, the situation is here. In most arenas, right? Yeah. Embiid is comfortable being the villain especially True. in new york True. so you know he's got that personality yeah. he, he's, he's almost like a bigger version of trey young you know he doesn't <laughs> care being the villain he will raise his arms yeah, and yeah. encourage the booze but still Bring it counter it the booze yeah you, you know what i mean whereas jason tatum is more of a likable guy yeah so in terms of the fan votes i think jason tatum could you know take the lead but when it comes to other interested parties cyrus mm-hmm. I, I think The pendulum might sway in Joel Embiid's direction. You think so? You really think Embiid will probably pickate him? First of all, I'm being uh, African biased here. Some
0: Afro-centrism. The, the Afrocentrism. It's all there. Not
1: even some. Yes. All of it, including <laughs> extras from the diaspora. They are coming in. Love it. They are coming in here, Cyrus. That's why I, I, I think I see Joel Embiid. You know, t- taking that third spot instead of Jason Tatum. And, and, and of course, sometimes people love the villain. You know, he he he'll be there. And, and I'm not saying he's a certified villain. It's just that I enjoy it when he taunts crowds. And, and you know. he... He like shows them like no matter what, I'm here and I and can you, cause you havoc, recognize. and you better respect me. You know, put some spec on that MB name. But Hey, it'll be a close race, because I love I love Jason Tatum. Yeah, I, I, I think
0: this is Tatum's, though. I think Tatum's going to get it. I think he's going to be the starter ahead of Embiid. And, and the reason for that is just how well the Celtics have done. The mm-hmm. Sixers have struggled a little bit. Embiid has also missed some time. Yeah. So I think Tatum, because he's been so good, and because he's he's a little higher up in the MVP conversation as well, yeah. I think Tatum's probably going to be the starter here. But to see it so close is really incredible. Um, I want to go to the guards in the Western Conference. Because this is where the voting gets really interesting as well. Um, we talked about the the numerical order and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry always pushing the pace when it comes to fan voting. And uh, yes, he's been out injured for a long time, but he's on his way back. In fact, he's back playing. He, he's actually back and yeah.
1: he pulled off a couple of... Steph Curry moves. So he's, you see, he's, he's unreal. That that, that, that that alien we call Stephen Curry. I, I think he's called MXG forty five two three from the planet Melmac somewhere. Oh, Melmac! You know. Showing your agent. Bleeds green. Yeah, if, if not yellow. And, and yeah, I think yellow. Yeah. yeah, yellow and blue. Let's not put him on the wrong conference in the wrong uniform. <laughs> yeah. But but this is the thing though that you look at
0: Steph. He's got about three point nine million votes. The he's most, got 4 million votes. Yeah, the, the most by a guard. <laughs> right? I see you rounding the, I'm rounding, uh, rounding up. up even more. <laughs> but, but you look at it from a guard perspective, he's got the most votes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then behind him is his Western Conference uh, com- compatriot from the West, uh, Luka Doncic, with 3.6 million votes. So I think that it's sewn up. I think the, the guard spots in the Western Conference seem to be sewn up, with Steph Curry and Luka Doncic being the main two guys um, in that specific spot there. Um, we'll talk about your, your um, uh, shall we say, adopted Zambian in, in Ja Morant a little yeah, bit, but not, but not, not right away. Side. But look at looking at the Eastern Conference, then you've then mm-hmm. got Kyrie Irving, who's the, the, the leading vote-getter in, in the East. And this is the, going back to the whole Brooklyn Nets performances, Kyrie playing well after yeah. all of his absolute nonsense early in the year. And then Donovan Mitchell, who's been doing some otherworldly stuff. And I think that they might also have it sewn up. Um, in terms of the guard spots in the East, because there's almost a cool 1.2 million votes between Donovan Mitchell in second place in the in, in the East and James Harden in third place at 1.5 mil. So mm-hmm. I think those two, in terms of Ir- Irving and Mitchell, will be your standout guards. Do you think that, that the makeup of the guard spots in the West and East really
1: mirror what's happening in the league? Absolutely, Cyrus. First of all, uh, Kyrie, I've, I've been a fan, you know, of his on court uh, performances. Uh, always been a fan, and I, and, I, and I think deservedly so. The way he's performed in the games that he's played for Brooklyn, him alongside KD, it's been what Brooklyn wanted when they said yeah. they're assembling one of the, a, most, a super team. the most deadly front courts we've seen in NBA history. Yeah. And I think if you look at them now, yeah. uh, you, you know it, it's really taken place. And Donovan Mitchell Cyrus... Well, not he, front courts, but duos. I mean, I mean uh, duos, sorry. Yeah. Duos, yes. And... Um, when you look at Donovan Mitchell, when, when he arrived from Utah yeah, and, and he went to Cleveland, I mean, this guy just put up a 71-point game, Cyrus, uh, recently. He's unreal. And, and, and I think that's the kind of formula he needed. And that's the kind of squad and coaching he needed. Because when you, when you, when you, when you look at how... Uh, bigger staff I'll say bigger staff assembled. Yeah. Those Cleveland Avengers. Uh, <laughs> he, he did it. I mean, and we spoke about the the, the starting five at the beginning of the season yeah, before even the Mitchell trade, yeah. and then the Mitchell mm. trade happens, Cyrus, and something. It's like he was the piece that had been missing. It it, it was it, that that big cog
0: that suddenly you're like, oh, that goes into this, and then the entire machine starts to function.
1: I, I, and you know, he he's the kind of player. He's got big game temperament, yeah, all Cyrus. He's all the not, way. He's, he's, not showed it. he's not afraid. He's not afraid. And I think he's found a nice squad. I think maybe he loves the weather in Cleveland as well. I don't know how you know Ohio is at this love. time of year. And, 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 and Cyrus, I think... Yeah, deservedly so. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it, it's it's an all star game, so I won't even look at size and because you know it's st- not even a thing. St- Entertainment st- st- value, st- right? And uh, and and uh, Luca, uh, look It's a bit, a bit of a mismatch. They're they bigger right. than Kyrie and Donovan, but but it's it's all star. No, it, it, like, definitely, it's and it's about so.
0: the scoring potential as opposed yeah. to you know like size matchups, real yeah. hardcore defense, all of that stuff. Um, uh, don't forget Giannis. No, no, I mean, I'm not not forgetting Yanis, but I'm just saying, okay, of course, there's one guy who doesn't know how to slow things down. Maybe he's learned now, he's got two kids, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he might take it easy, but I doubt it, because Giannis doesn't know how to slow down. But but intriguingly, and I think this is the other thing, is that when we look at the the, the Western Conference, um, you've got Jao Morant as being um, sort of third from the guard position at 1.3 million votes, with Shea Gilgis Alexander not too far off from him, and I think Shea's been putting up some incredible numbers. But Morant, from a popularity perspective, mm-hmm. peeps love him. Um, he's he's a young upcoming star. So. The Eastern Conference, you then have James Harden, Jalen Brown, um, pretty much in the same 1.5 million votes. Because mm-hmm. Harden is at 1.57 uh-huh. versus um, Brown at 1.51. Um, those guys, I think, I'm not going to close out the rest in terms of numbers, but those guys can count themselves a little unlucky. But we're probably going to see them in the All-Star Game anyway when the yep. coaches pick their players, right? I mean, I, I can't see Ja Morant or even Shea Gilders-Alexander not making the All-Star Game, let alone James Harden. Or, or Jalen Brown. Or oh, Jalen
1: Brown, yeah. No, sorry. sorry. I mean, I, I, I concur with you. First of all, in the East, James Harden, another perennial all-star. He, yeah. he, he, he has helped redefine what you know what, what the, the NBA is right now. And yeah. he's just such a great guard. He can play shooting guard. He can play point guard. Mm. He's a lefty. He, he's great to watch, right? Yeah. Uh, secondly, then we go to Jalen Brown. What he has done in Boston recently, he's definitely an all-star potential yeah. player, right? In the West. Ja Morant, you know my bias. Yeah. Since yeah. he since, since he arrived, uh, everybody was going Zion Zion. He's been Zion. lying letting w- it up. I w- I was like, where is Ja? Yeah. <laughs> and then Shea Gilgis Alexander. Cyrus, to me, he's been one of those surprises. Yeah. Where, where, when the Clippers let him go, I was like, nah. I've then always when he liked arrived him, in no. OKC, I was like, Hold on, wait a minute. And especially when he did some weight room stuff, you then know, he came back yeah, a little bit yeah. bigger. And I'm got like, a
0: little bigger because he got older.
1: This These guys guy, come in as
0: boys and then they become yeah, men in the NBA. No, no now,
1: he's, now now he's, now, now he's, he's, he's a real uh, man-sized guard. You know? Yeah. Not everybody is a Paolo Banquero. No, Paolo You don't just arrive as a man-sized rookie. No, you know? <laughs> and I love that Paolo's
0: getting like a number of votes in, in all-star voting because yeah. he's just so good. No, he's a talent. Um, but, 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 you know,
1: a, a, SGA... Sure, georgias Alexander. uh, That's a great talent, Cyrus. And I think uh, just off topic, uh, OKC needs to do some good things around him before he leaves because he is the piece they've been missing that was right under their nose that they didn't know was already there. Well,
0: I don't know... I think they're they're building something really special because we haven't seen a Chet Holmgren. This mm-hmm. is his rookie year and he's redshirted it because of injury. Sure. So you know, you look at the the guys around them. I mean, Shea is a fantastic player. I think the one thing that they'd look at is age. Mm-hmm. He's just a little bit out of the window of the other guys who are a little behind him, like your Josh Giddes, yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, and and the rest of the youngsters, uh, as I mentioned. So they might look at this and say, okay, fine, Chet Holmgren, he's going to be there. Giddy's going to be there. Maybe Shea's just maybe a year or two too far ahead but i think they've got to hold on to him and if they if they don't they better trade him for like the number one pick in the next draft absolutely you know and, and then keep those guys uh in, in, he, in one he's spot he's quite
1: a talent cyrus Yeah, no, I mean, he really is Sheik she gilgis alexander is one of the reasons why i've started watching a lot of okc games again because mm. well, once kd uh, and, and russell left i was like eh. look i think most people even in <laughs> okc were like well
0: it's been real thanks very much Um, but yeah, counter. I think, look, in terms of the All-Star returns, we're going to have to leave it there. I think that's pretty cool. But let's take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about uh, teams, players, and, and, and what have you that we've been sleeping on. Okay. Alrighty, so... We've got to talk about things that we've been sleeping on, teams specifically we've been sleeping on in the, in, in, in the NBA in recent weeks. Now, I'll start with one that I think doesn't make a lot of sense, but their fans have been going berserk, and so we'll start with them. It's the LA Lakers. I've seen Lakers fans saying, you see, the train's finally on the tracks, things are happening. Um, we're, we're climbing up that table. But they seem to always get their bloody noses now and again. And I mean, they're on a two-game losing streak right now, After, especially after that double OT loss to the Dallas Mavericks. Kounda, are we sleeping on the Lakers, or is this pretty much what we, we can expect from them?
1: Look, Cyrus, I, I don't think the Lakers are assembled for a championship run this year. I, I think the best thing, and, and I'm a Lakers fan, the best thing that, that the Lakers can do this year is make it into the playing spots so at I, the end of the season. I, I, interesting and, and, point
0: that, right? Because I, I don't even know when I say sleeping on or people say are sleeping on the Lakers that anybody thinks the Lakers are going to win a chip. But I think making it to the playoffs themselves might mm-hmm. be one of the, the great achievements. Do you think that's a possibility?
1: It's a possibility, but they've got to go via play-in. Okay, so you think
0: a playing spot, like, you know, somewhere between seven and 10 in the yeah. West, you know. I,
1: I think that, that, that's the best case scenario for this team. I mean, with all due respect, you know, uh, LeBron's doing great things. Russell uh, being put on the. Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell yeah. Westbrook, sorry. Come, coming off the bench, being the leader of the second unit, you'd have thought that it would demoralize them, but you've seen a resurgence of Russell. I mean, the, the youngsters that are playing. Uh, uh, I, alongside uh, LeBron as starters, the likes of Thomas Bryant. Cyrus, mm. the kid, is just showing... I mean, like, no AD, no problem sometimes, you know? like I've, I've enjoyed watching Thomas Bryant play. And, and Winyan Gabriel. Winyan Gabriel, like, even in this recent loss to, to, you know, to the Dallas Mavericks, he was key to them actually pushing uh, the game to the second OT. Mm. Although the guy that made it happen was Luka Doncic on the other side. Yeah. But he kept the Lakers in the game. Because, like, LeBron James couldn't get a three. And then when yeah. you look at second chance buckets, who was there? It was Wing and Great Gabriel. Mm. I, I, I like Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. After all the jokes and everything of him fumbling the bag, he's just got his head down and he's, he's working. Just, he's working, and I think he's up for a good uh, contract somewhere. If not, even the Lakers, you know, come next season. And and and, and Cyrus, it's really. I, I think the Lakers are looking good. They're they're, they're not performing. So they're not shooting. Are the we sleeping out. on them? I think we are sleeping on them because. Everybody just expects that they, they will be watching the, the postseason from um, from Barbados or wherever there'll be allowed to a lot. A
0: nice, warm, tropical spot. Yeah. But, but the interesting thing for me is I don't know if we are sleeping on them. I think the Lakers are who they are. Mm-hmm. I think they're a team that will struggle in, in, in games. And frankly, I think the, the identity of the Lakers as we see them now won't really change that much as we go through the rest of the season because... Like LeBron said, he's a he's a winner. He wants to win things. He keeps pushing for that. Yeah. But everything hinges on what happens around Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis's fitness. And yeah. that is a tough, tough pull to swallow when it is so up and down, his fitness, that is. So I'm not sure um, if we're sleeping on the Lakers. I think, if anything, people are looking at the Lakers saying, yeah, seems about right in terms of where we we're expecting them. I mean, if they finish in sixth spot in the West, then I'll be like, okay, I got it totally wrong these guys we definitely slept on them but do we see them being better than the Phoenix Suns um, or or, or the Clippers I mean right now it's crazy to think are the Lakers better than the Utah Jazz ah It's a bit of a much of a muchness. I mean, yeah, from a, from a, a much game's much perspective, muchness. they're like, you know, a game behind them right now as, as we
1: record this. Can I tell you the truth? Mm-hmm. When you compare the Lakers to, to, to the Utah Jazz, the Lakers have LeBron James. No, <laughs> that, That's <laughs> and, the and, main that, difference. And that's the thing factor. for me is that
0: LeBron James is the central figure in all of whatever happens well for the Lakers. Yeah. I'm not, and, and LeBron James will be that on any team he's on, right? Mm. But I look at this Lakers thing, team and I think, what is their best case scenario? Like, first round of the playoffs, is that the best-case scenario? Is Second round of the playoffs? Because I don't see them being able to make moves that will
1: change the entire dynamic of what's happening with the team. In their current iteration, the, the, the best-case scenario is an, is a first-round exit.
0: Mm, okay. And, and we've gone way too long in this uh, for, for, for a point I just wanted to raise. <laughs> but, yeah, I get you. So, the other team uh, that we've been sleeping on that I think we really need to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, yes, we've talked about them a little bit, but I think we need to expand on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing for me, counter, is that this team is 27-14. Yep. They were absolutely horrendous at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. especially with Ben Simmons coming back. The, no one knew what was happening with that team. And now they've gotten to a space where they look like they could potentially even be the number one seed in the East. Um, mm-hmm. Though, you know, uh, that all comes down to fitness, favoring them so that, you know, they can stave off injury and that sort of thing have we been sleeping on the Nets
1: yes Cyrus and I, and I think we, we are pleasantly surprised now because the, the Nets didn't start off well they had the Kyrie drama right yeah. then the KD drama came yeah. then uh, then more Kyrie drama then more Kyrie drama but then they somehow uh, you know the, the coach went yeah you know then the, the Steve Nash had to be let go
0: and then it was suddenly it was like the sun came out in Brooklyn
1: sun came out flowers in Brooklyn flowers started to grow Cyrus Nick Claxon, for me that mm. that, he, that 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 boy is playing phenomenal basketball. Yeah, he is, especially in the paint. He's, he's a great big guy. Speaking of big guys, Kevin Durant. Yeah, great. I mean, he's he's Kevin Durant. Yeah, but he's he's doing the way incredible I say Steph, Stephs, and LeBron, Lebrons. KD, KD. Yeah, and, and Kyrie's Kyrieing as well. But mm. then again, you look at your likes of Joe Harris. You know, they they're also you know playing their roles. And and and, and I think what we have in a Brooklyn Nets is that they've got some impressive depth on their team, that could see them being the top of the East Mm. come uh, the postseason. I just hope last season's bad luck doesn't creep in again because that defeat at the hands of the Boston Celtics was was majorly disheartening for them. them. But I think this is the season, and I'm going to put this out there, Cyrus, where I see them challenging for a chip. Look, I think they're definitely going to be one of the challengers,
0: but I also feel as if there's certain teams, like I think the Boston Celtics are are just, they're playing really good basketball. They've managed yep. to get past a lot of their drama and dramatic issues from the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are playing at such a high level that it's hard to see, look past them as being, you know, the presumptive number one seed. Uh-huh. But I think a team like Milwaukee seems to be biding their time. Milwaukee are happy to sort of be in that third, fourth seed spot. They won a championship from there before. Yep. Um, they don't want the pressure of being the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and So they would be like, yeah, go for it. Go for it, guys. If you want to be the number one or number two seed, we're okay with that. Home court is important, but it's not going to kill us if we don't have it. Okay. And I think that the Bucks are one or two moves away from being a little bit more competent as an overall team. Because when you look at it, you've got Giannis, who's playing really, really great basketball. Drew Holiday has, has, has had his moments. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Drew is when, when it comes down to it, come the postseason, he's the guy you can count on. Mm-hmm. They've missed Chris Middleton for so much of the season. And he's going to be coming
1: back. Cyrus, when are we going to stop telling that story? Because
0: the Chris Middleton story. Yes, the Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton
1: story has been going on for yonks. I think this is from 2016-17. It's like when Chris comes back. Chris is a... I, 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 can you, I, can you, I say you're something? You're kind
0: of equating it to, to Anthony Davis, and I disagree with you there. He but does no, no. have injury issues, it's but a, he has, he's one of the reasons they won a
1: championship. I, I wish I could... That, that's what I'm saying. That mm-hmm. he, He's always that piece that when it goes away... They, they they don't do much. He he is mm. like the the Robin to 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 Yanis's yeah. No, I, and, I totally and, agree. And totally I could agree. pull up old uh, videos if we had where Yanis is with the press and it's like, yeah, when Chris comes back, you know, when Chris comes yeah, back, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 to 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 me, I'm I'm not saying the Bucks should trade Chris Middleton, but I think the Bucks need. A backup Chris Middleton, if you will.
0: So, this goes to the point that I was going to make here, and, and we're also getting off the, the, the topic of are the nets, you know, are we sleeping on them? But I think the Bucks themselves will know that in future they have to start, you know, planning mm-hmm. past, because Middleton's injuries are becoming more and more of a problem for the for organization, and then you have that conversation around loyalty versus future success. And and, and he's not getting means. any younger. Yeah, you know, exactly. He's a lot older than people expect and and realize. But you've got... Bobby Portis, who's part of this team, uh, Brooke Lopez, who are doing really well. Mm-hmm. And you've started to see Joe Ingles start to find some form after coming back He's from jingling. injury. He's jingling. And so I, that's why I say I think the Bucks might be there when it comes to contention time because I think they've got a move or two to make and, and could bring in some really important backup players that could help them out. Um, so I use Celtics,
1: Nets, Bucks. I, I, I think in the, in the possibly
0: in that order, uh-huh. though I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs overtake the Bucks at some point because the Cavs might want a higher seeding yeah, yeah. Uh, and might push for that. Uh, But we'll see how it goes considering also if Middleton comes back then the Bucks win more games with more scoring, right? Yeah. So I think, yes, we have been sleeping on the nets. I do think that they've made an extremely incredible push to be where they are in the Eastern Conference considering where they came from. Mm -hmm. Um, But it also goes to show you something that has to do with player attitude. That once you get the attitudes right, once you get things right from a chemistry perspective with the coaching, then the teams can function. Now we're not talking about Ben Simmons as being this millstone around the Nets neck. He's now a really important part of this team actually ch- chasing a potential I, and championship. And I like the
1: fact that Ben Simmons now, I think he's slowly getting out of his own head mm-hmm. and he understands his role. Like, look, you don't have to take the shot if you don't have to take the shot. to Drive that ball and get to the hoop. You are a big guard, which you, which you is what he's lay for. It was the fear of getting fouled and having to take free throws, and that's been the biggest issue. And, and I think that's also gotten out of his head, mm. and also, you know, shoot from range. And you know, I'm not well, good at this, uh, da da da, and I, I miss. And but I, I, I guess, think that self confidence, and I'm, I'm assuming yeah. here because I'm not a doctor, right? I, I think that that self confidence has gotten back into him. He's now the big Ben that came. From you know college, and we were mm. anticipating his arrival in the league. I think he he he, he he's gotten yeah, he's, better. Let's here's my say. point. Here's
0: mm-hmm. my point to it. In Philadelphia. Where was the scoring coming from if it wasn't Ben Simmons driving to the hoop to dunk or to to score around the basket or Joel Embiid scoring? Yeah. The the primary scorers on those Philly teams were Simmons, also with his assists, as well as uh, Embiid Embiid killing in the paint, right? Mm -hmm. And then you had some of the shooters around them. Now there is no scoring pressure on Ben Simmons. Uh -uh. He can defer to KD, he can can defer to Kyrie or any of the other three-point shooters on that team. Cody
1: Mills, Joe Harris. uh, Seth Curry, all of these different guys, He he can even hand off to Nick well and that's the point
0: <laughs> in the sense that he then becomes a bit of a swiss army knife kind of player absolutely you can put yeah. him in either lineup where you need him defensively doing stuff getting mm-hmm. offensive rebounds potentially driving to the hoop or even you know um with the ball in his hands to start plays he can do all of that without mm-hmm. the pressure of having to score so if he's not doing the scoring it's not that big a deal and i think that's what's changed um for ben simmons a little bit and we're seeing that for the nets but when they lose somebody like KD for an extended amount of time, the pressure then turns on to they need more from Ben Simmons. So, I think that's an element that we need to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, another team that, that I want to propose as a team we've been sleeping on, and, and let's, let's look at it from a conference perspective, right? Let's okay. go to the Western Conference. Because I think although they're the number one seed in the West, and, and I think the number one seed in the, um, well, sorry, the number two seed in the NBA, is the Denver Nuggets. Have we actually been talking about the Nuggets enough? As the number one seed in the West?
1: No, because uh, because other narratives around. Uh the Denver Nuggets have always been Nikola Jokic, obviously back-to-back MVP. Right, mm-hmm. the return of Jamal Murray yeah. and Michael Porter Jr. So yeah. that has actually taken center stage, and us talking about them as a team, as a collective, and how they're performing has been overshadowed by one thing, Cyrus. And you mm-hmm. know why? That's the tremendous start of the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I think the fact that the Pelicans were doing so well, we forgot about the Denver Nuggets because we were like, wow. The Pelicans yeah. are back. Even when Zion is has to sit out a few mm-hmm. games, CJ McCollum has been such a revelation for for, for yeah. that team. And and, and, and you know. Um Who's that li- little troublesome defensive shot? Don't forget about Grand Theft Alvarado.
0: Yes, you Grand know? Theft <laughs> Alvarado. Cyrus, <laughs> S- like. Jose, Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado.
1: Cyrus, yeah. I-, I think the fact that the, the, the Pelicans have been so good and the, put on some great performances with or without, uh, you know, uh, Zion Williamson has had a... Sp- putting a lot of focus on them because it was quite a surprise did you expect the no. pelicans even with the return of zion to no, perform that well not and like this that's why we forgot about the jazz that's why we forgot about you know the 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 the, the, the nuggets and, and started focusing on that team because like what could happen here because I mean, at one point they were the top of the west Yeah, and yeah. It, it's the western conference zion
0: and the nuggets are leading the way and i think that's what's really incredible here but we mustn't forget that right there with them from a record perspective, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And that's why I say I want to talk about the Western Conference because you've got the Nuggets and the Grizzlies, and we haven't even spoken about the Grizzlies. No. And, and they are another team that could easily take that number one seed. Being a number two seed in the West at this point is incredible for the Grizzlies. Still and up. we're not seeing Ja Morant doing otherworldly stuff. Nope. In fact, he's been out for a bit. Jaron Jackson Jr. missed a lot of time. He's just come back. So the Grizzlies haven't been themselves, but they're actually performing like they did last season. So that's been incredible to see. Are we sleeping on them?
1: Uh, well, not me personally, but I think the, uh, the fandom the is. Wee, the we at the, large, yeah. The, the we at large is, but you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Grizzlies. But, but, but look, Cyrus, that's a young team that's determined to shake up the league mm. and obviously shake up the West. I mean, you, you've had... Uh, the like the Jamaran saying uh, stuff that uh, Steph didn't like much. Uh, oh no, I think it was Clay it was Thompson. Clay. He didn't like Clay. my saying that they're, they're a dynasty. You know, first win a chip before you start uh, talking It might have been Draymond stuff. who said that.
0: But, but but the thing is, the Warriors reacted to that, right? And yeah. and, and rightly so. Uh, you know, it's like slow your slow your horses, young guy. Yeah. You don't know what a dynasty is until you see it, not on TV. But <laughs> I, I will say this though. Potentially another team like it's. We talked about the Pelicans being mm-hmm. a team that have been performing. They're like three and a half games behind the number one and number two seeds right now. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Dallas Mavericks doing quite well because um, Luka Doncic has been powering them like the sun uh, to a solar to a solar uh, panel. And and I think those guys, the Mavericks themselves, are potentially a team we've been sleeping on because they're almost a one trick pony. Give it to Luka and see what happens.
1: Yeah, Cyrus. So and to to be honest with you, that is. Their trick. Because, mm. I mean, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie... What a good trick
0: that is. Fantastic <laughs> trick. Did you see what it did to the Lakers? Unreal.
1: Just, just this morning as we record this. Um, Cyrus, b- b- because Spencer Dinwiddie blows hot and cold. Mm. You know? Uh, I, I, they, they, I, I don't know why they sent uh, the most promising guard they had to New York. They didn't uh, send him. He left. Well, I, I guess. People for, uh, always think like he got traded. No.
0: He, he left.
1: Well, they well, got
0: guess. nothing for him.
1: And they could have
0: convinced him to stay, right? They didn't re-sign him. They didn't give him an offer when he needed to. So it it was their fault, right? It was their fault. So they they let him
1: go. They let him go. So, I I, I mean, who else can you say on a given day when, if Luca's out, will carry that
0: squad? Kounder, I I can't think of a more one-sided team outside of the Lakers, maybe. But they've got a Russell Westbrook (laughs) and an Anthony Davis who could do stuff that that relies on one player being... Exceptional, they, Every because night.
1: look at Lucas' numbers. Lucas' yeah, oh, numbers are man. the reason why you know the the, the, the maps are uh, are performing how they're Very performing. Very much like
0: James Harden's numbers used to
1: be in in, in Houston. In, in Houston, mm. and uh, rumor has it he might want to go back, but I think he refuted those rumors. But you
0: uh, know. Uh, somewhat refuted. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like if somebody says, "Do you like barbecue wings?" He's, "Well, I like wings." You know, <laughs> they don't have to be barbecue uh, wings. Yeah, exactly. You know. know, maybe lemon pepper. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up, so Lou yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but it
0: happens, and I think. Do you think we're sleeping on the Mavs, though?
1: Yes, because they could come together at uh, uh, at any time, and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. might start playing like Tim Hardaway Sr. I, I, I don't know. It's things, not going to happen. Things, but yeah, things I, I might you. happen. You know? uh, Reggie Bullock might start playing like Reggie Jackson did for the Cl- Clippers. I, I don't know. You know <laughs> Cyrus, anything can happen. This is sport, right? Yes,
0: it is. And the Mavericks, I, I'm not sure, because I do think that People's um, issues with them are real. Uh, they are a one-man team, but that one man is Luka Doncic, and he's been incredible. Um, we're going to, to have to leave it there, Carla, because mm-hmm. I think at the Eastern Conference, we, should, we could say the same thing about sleeping on the Cavs or the 76ers as teams that could potentially be champions. True, but that true. could be a conversation for another day. Um, so let's wrap it up right here. Let's give everybody our social media handles at Post Podcast. On Twitter at Post Up Zone on Instagram and at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective.
1: Counter has been real. Yeah, it's, it's been uh, definitely real, Cyrus. And, and you know, I'll say one thing before we go because I am that guy. Yeah. I, I want to see the Brooklyn Nets win a chip. Do you know why? Um, why? Because if the Brooklyn Nets win a chip this year, Christmas will be different in the Curry household. Because <laughs> Seth Curry is gonna arrive and be like, "Hey, bro, I also Ta-da! got a ring," <laughs> oh, you know, because you know, he balances out. It's like the Antetokounmpo uh, Christmas dinner. Yeah. You know, it's like, "Hey." Alex, no, Alex, you need one of these because, yeah. you know.
0: It's rough for one of the brothers. <laughs> a couple others, too. But yeah, I, I hear you. I can't join you on that because, yeah, I'm a hater. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've come to the end of the podcast calendar. Thanks so much, buddy. Um, it's been real. It's been really, really good.
1: Always a pleasure, Cyrus. You know, and uh, once again, big shout out to all the listeners that, that listen to the show and uh, give us some nice feedback about what we talk about. Whether they agree or disagree, we still love them all the same, right? We do indeed. Thank you, everybody. And we will. We'll see you courtside.